Washington Redskins and the New Jersey Jets. We give our game balls, our kick in the balls, our injury report, cuts and more. Live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? What's up? What's up? What's up? Greetings, my excellent friend. Greetings, Ted or Bill. That was Rufus, dude. Dude, that was Rufus. Rufus. Doofus. No way. Yeah, way. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> what episode is this? Um, Welcome to Harry Hog Football. Episode yeah. number? 222. It's a triple fat twos. It's twice of episode 111, Josh's favorite episode. Uh... Uh, 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 two times one, one, one is two, two, two. Ah. <laughs> uh, I, anyway, I can't wait until we get to Aaron's favorite episode, number 808. Welcome to a riveting podcast that we've got for you here today, hopefully. Um, Redskins come off of a victory. Dude, you always forget this. Okay, John's a yellow cake. Redskins come off of another victory. Daniel's son. Dude, this week's episode of Harry Hog Football is brought to you by David Lee Legal Services. David Lee Legal <laughs> Services, located in Williamsburg, Virginia. Or as Aaron calls it, David Lee Law. So wait a minute. If I'm in trouble and I'm in Virginia and I need a lawyer, who should I call? David Lee Law. David Lee Law. But let me ask you this, David Lee, seriously. I know that you're a Redskins fan and you wanted to advertise on a Redskins podcast, but wouldn't you get more business by advertising amongst the criminal Cowboys fans on a Cowboys podcast? <laughs> yeah, do they have like a, uh, a uh, Maximum Lockdown Cowboys podcast or something like that? <laughs> yeah, because there's lockdown. at least one criminal Cowboy fan in every town. At least. At least. <laughs> and there's at least one Cowboys fan jerk on every blog. Every Redskins blog, I mean. Yeah, or calling into every Redskins radio show. There's always one. Yeah, we and have one like, that keeps trying call, to. Or why are you here? It's like, don't you, don't you have your own blogs to like go to? Redskins Bengals game, we see a Cowboys fan. Redskins uh, Panthers game, we see a Cowboys fan. Everyone's kind of just hanging out on the fringe. Although we didn't see any Cowboys fans after that kick that heard around the world by Nick Novak. Yeah. They all. It was almost like they they evaporated. It's like they imploded in thin air. and disintegrated in thin air, and all we had was their foul Texas stench left behind them. <laughs> there were <laughs> there there were a couple of Cowboys fans, maybe like two or three hundred at the uh, Hall of Fame game, but I think that place <laughs> seats like twenty thousand. So I don't. Yeah. I couldn't figure I think, that I think out. It's seventeen five, but yeah, there okay. there were a few hundred Cowboys fans there, and they were wearing their cowboy boots. 
Those anyway, the true Cowboys speaking of nation. Cowboys, they're going to be 0-1 come a week and a half from now. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. <sighs> Tony Romo wearing his hat backwards. Oh, man. <laughs> welcome back, Josh, by the way. Thank yeah, you. welcome back. We didn't even I really cut on you that hard last week for missing the podcast. That's good. I had a, Not uh, too bad. I had a rough, rough week last week. Yeah. We so. do ru- we do wonder why you gave your game ball to Rex Grossman last week. Can you explain that? Um, no. But I'll... Uh, <laughs> because... Should, uh, I, should I give him a game ball this week for kicking a ball out of the end zone? Yeah, that was a smart play. It was smart, but it would have been smarter if he'd actually caught the snap and did something with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, we've had some DAs back there that would have just fallen, you know, on it and not covered it up, and then the other team jumped on it for a touchdown. Yeah, it was almost like... Yeah. And on that play, <laughs> dude, did you notice that, like... Apparently, the fans in New York are not wise enough to know that that play results in a safety, and they had to be told by the referee before they actually clapped. Rex Ryan knew it, dude. He did, like, the safety symbol over his head, and I think some of the fans thought he was doing some kind of dance, and they were like, like, walk like an Egyptian? Yeah, it was like, walk like an Egyptian. Like, yeah, Bollywood-type dance. Well, you exactly. know, he was just showing them. He was like, yeah, I'm smart enough to be the coach around here because I actually know that that's safety and I'm going to tell the fans. Maybe they'll see it. Now I'm going to tell the yeah. refs. But anyway. Instead, but instead, LaDainian Tomlinson broke into the donut shops. Yeah. Instead, LaDainian Tomlinson broke into that Bollywood number. So it didn't really work. I'll tell you one thing. Our starters beat their starters um, six to five, and then our backups added another three on top of that against their starters. Our backups added number, another six on top of that, actually, because we pulled our starters with about five minutes left in the second quarter. Yeah. And we didn't, didn't pull theirs until near the end of the third quarter. Some of them and were we didn't in there have all fourth. of our starters either, if you think about it. Yeah. We had all a All I have to say is the starters. Jets look like they were a little overrated. They're overrated, dude. I didn't see what was so great about their defense. Let's talk about that for a minute. Um, either their defense isn't as great as they say, or Trent Williams and gang up front were holding their own pretty well. Trent Williams and Jamal Brown are one hell of a combination out there. Oh, yeah, Holding dude. down the end of that offensive line. Those guys are mean. Like, you know, they they play they play with a chip on their shoulder, both of them. I like it. I like it a lot. I got to say, I was worried about Jamal Brown. I was excited when they said he was coming there, but then I was worried even into, like, two games ago where he only played, like, one series. But, yeah, it was, a, that hip. It was a solid Dude, did Trent Williams did Trent Williams have a holding penalty? Um, I don't recall. I don't think I know so. I Jonas Hicks gave up a John sack. stats. Somebody had a uh, holding penalty. I thought it was Trent Williams. I know that uh, Brandon Banks. Man, I can't remember. I watched the defense. game twice, and I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember that he had one either. Yeah, I'll tell you who had penalty. The Jets had penalties on like every other play. I'll tell you who else had penalties. Whoever was trying to block a Rackpo, he got held at least once. That they, they called Dude, probably more than that. That was Debrickashaw Ferguson, one of the cooler names out there. Um, out of Virginia, you know, along with our Selvish. 
capers. First round uh, draft. Shaw had his hands full. He did not look like he was having a good time in that game. Arakpo was owning him. That time he held Arakpo, he actually grabbed him by the back waistband of his pants. <laughs> like had his hand like down his pants, holding on to his waistband. He was probably holding his jock. Sick. His yellow <laughs> Dude, like I don't the know. Back but... of his, you know, like the waistband of the strap. Sick, I don't dude. know, but did the Jets get DeBrickishaw Ferguson's deal redone? Like they were talking about getting that done this week. I don't if know. not, I'm thinking we need to, uh, you know, pick up old DeBrickishaw. Um, after he got schooled by Rackpo, I'm not so sure. Yeah, I think we have two tackles now. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we're yeah. He, he it was all he could do to to try to control Arakpo. Arakpo is going to be out of control this season. Another general comment about um, the Redskins game. Have you guys noticed this year, even so far in the preseason, how the running of the offense, no matter if it's Rex Grossman or uh, Donovan McNabb are in there, the running of the offense seems smoother and more professional, like they know what they're doing and they don't have... Like they're not confused at like all Jim Zorn, like not knowing what the hell's going on yeah style. or like the guys pointing at guys because they're in the wrong place and you know guys running yeah. around at the last second can i just say that i think danny smith fits in really well with mike shanahan like i watch him over there you remember how he used to run up to zorn and like yell at him and like say dude you gotta pay attention to this kind of stuff and was pointing yeah all the time. he was like the only one paying attention to like really important stuff and zorn's like what oh what what? Huh? And now, and now he and Shanahan both are pointing together, like yelling at the same time with each other and stuff. Danny it's Smith like, is hilarious. I feel like they are, they like fit really well. I mean, I could be totally off, but it's it seems like they have like personalities in many ways. There was Fire. there was some player talking about. I forget, it was a special teams player talking about Danny Smith, and they asked him a question about how Danny Smith did something. I don't remember what it was, but he basically responded and was like, um, I don't know, but he yells at us a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're asking him how many pieces of gum Danny Smith chews at one time. <laughs> and basically, Danny Smith was talking about how he basically builds up a big wad of about 30 sticks in there, and it's either he only chews two kinds of gum. It's like Bazooka Joe or that double bubble kind. It's the two that they get for free in the in the clubhouse. Yeah, and um, in those he, humongous bins. He basically builds up a big wad until he can't take it anymore, and then he spits that out and starts over from scratch, and just keeps adding pieces in when it loses flavor. <laughs> Which is like every minute with that stuff. <laughs> yeah. So by the end of the quarter, he's got like thirty pieces of gum in his mouth. <laughs> anyway. Crazy. Well, dudes, let's give our game balls and kicks. Let's kick. Let's kick this pig. Let's move on into it. What do you want to do first? Kicks. Games. Which game one? Kicks. <laughs> game it's Dude, time for this week's kicking the balls award. Oh. This week's Kicking the Balls Award is brought to you by Ridapoo. Mm. Ridapoo and you. Josh, you better go first since you weren't here last week. Yeah, I don't know who to kick this week, honestly. I mean, there were a lot of people that had that did like maybe one thing, big blaringly, you know, wrong. 
Dude, you've but, been known to kick people that haven't even played, so why is that a problem? That's I know. True. I know, that's true. Okay, that's that fine. True. I'll kick Donovan McNabb. <laughs> why? What did what? he do? Why? Because he got sprained his ankle and he couldn't play. I'm kind of glad that he... <laughs> hey, look, this may sound dumb. Well, then I'll kick Larry Johnson because it was his fault that McNabb sprained his ankle. There but, you go. Dude, I'm, this may sound kind of dumb, but I'm kind of glad that he sprained his ankle and it wasn't anything serious, but it was enough to make him not have to play preseason games so he doesn't really get yeah. hurt. Same with Clinton yeah. Portis. It's like, good. Do you now think that could speech. be the Redskins conspiracy of the week? No, because they could just be like, he's not playing. Yeah, that's, no, that's true. true. That's true. That's true. Here's um, another good news. I don't news. know who I'll kick. All right, I'm not ahead. really kicking Donovan McNabb. Um, I, I guess I will kick... Gosh, man. Well, why don't you I think don't about it while we go? You go ahead and I'll think about it. All go right, because I know who man. I'm kicking, dude. Go for All it. All right. I'm kicking... I think his number is 75. Artis Hicks. <laughs> yeah. Dude. And not only did he, you know, allow a sack... But on that play where the fight ensued, I watched it. And at the very end of the play, one of the Jets dudes was on the ground after the play. And Artis Hicks just ran over there and dove on him. And that's what started the fight. <laughs> and I was like, what is his punk problem? He did That was like a Cowboys play. So, hmm. anyway, he's getting kicked. All right. And, and for the fact that he just he was kind of sucking after I thought he was going to be good. Yeah, I called it, by the way. Okay. Um, I called it. I called it. I called it. Uh, my kick in the balls is actually going to go to uh, <laughs> not so fast Willie Parker. Dude, not because uh, he did anything like like necessarily wrong, but because he had his chance to basically win himself a job over Larry Johnson, and he uh, he did not take it and run with it. And I know all of Larry Johnson's stats from the game were in garbage time against third teamers, but you know Willie was in there. And definitely had his opportunities, and eight for sixteen with a long of eight ain't gonna cut it. Well, he did do better than Larry Johnson did against the starters the week before. Yeah, but Shanahan likes Larry Johnson. He's gonna keep him over um, Willie Parker. I guarantee it. Yeah. And then Ryan Terrain is gonna is gonna be the number three. Mm. I hope so. But yeah, I have he a was, feeling that Ryan Terrain is bad. Cut. I don't know. We'll see, dude. I, I'd like to see, see a whole lot of them in this game coming up this week for those who were able to stay up late enough to watch it. Remember, he got he got a game ball two weeks ago. And right. Shanahan specifically brought him in, did he not? Uh-huh. Yeah, did you're probably know? right. Shanahan drafted him. Shanahan drafted Terrain. There's certain dudes that Shanahan likes, in like Denver. Ryan Terrain, and he's already said Come how he around. likes uh, Brandon Banks, but we'll see if that yeah. pans out because he's back. Yeah, I was worried now. Brandon Banks would get cut today after that uh, that fumble. So is he getting yeah, your? Is he getting your kick? One. No, I'm not kicking go, Brandon Banks. Um, I'm gonna that kick. dude. He can't kick. He doesn't want to kick Brandon Banks because he's tight with his cuz. He's tight with Brandon. I could have kicked Willie. He's tight with. Yeah, Brandon. I could have kicked Willie Parker, but um, because I told Aaron today he was too slow. Willie Parker, her slow Willie Parker. Um, he was trying. I, he just didn't do well. Yeah. Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow on the heels of John's kick from uh, two weeks ago and kick Rex, or Rex Grossman. Um, just because I'm, I'm kind of seeing what you mean. It's not that he was horrible, but I'm kind of seeing what you mean as far as saying I'm not really a Rex Grossman fan. And like he did have that that uh, 
that fumble in the end zone, which ultimately cost us two points, even though he was smart enough to um, kick it out of the end zone, or at least that's what right. we think, which is also why he gets my game ball. <laughs> he gets the game and ball. And <laughs> it's a double. The double. Wait, we didn't go into game balls yet, though. I know. I just gave you the segue. That's time to hit the music. And hit now. <laughs> All right. Hit it. Are we ready for them? Aaron, oh, yeah. you're killing me. You're killing us, dude. And now, the coveted and ever-elusive <laughs> Game Ball Award. My Game Ball goes to Rex Grossman for kicking the ball out of the end <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my Game Ball is going to D'Angelo Hall, who I thought had a pretty huge game. He had one pick, almost another one. And seemed to be on top of his defensive scheme the whole game. He he had a very good game. He's looking like he's going to be good this year. And the whole Uh, defense, ball is going to... uh... Oh, are you finished? Oh, I'm not finished. finished? I was just going to comment on how already in the preseason, I think we have eight takeaways. And... um... So whatever Haslett is teaching them about always trying to strip the ball out seems to be working. That's all I was yeah. going to say. Give yours, John. All right. My uh, my game ball goes to uh, Gordon Gano, or Gano, the lead singer of the Violent Femmes. Um, <laughs> three field goals, including a 41 and a 42-yarder. Uh, his kickoff seemed to be pretty strong. I mean, he's a huge upgrade over Swisham. Oh yeah, and any and fill in the blank of any other kicker we've had for the last fifteen years. So far, we'll see how he does as the season goes on. But he's looking. He he had a really good game, and he's looking pretty solid. So hopefully, that will be a uh, a consistent a, a, a position that has consistent good production this season for once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he was good, dude. And dude, right, dude, I want to so give a shout out. Wait a minute, to... wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, because I, I seriously wait. wasn't really seriously giving my game ball to Rex Grossman. Um, and before you give your shout out, John, because I don't know who you're going to give it to, um, I, I I was thinking seriously about giving a game ball to uh, Anthony Armstrong. Oh, um, yeah, dude, that's a good one. Because I, I just feel like this guy has a lot of a lot of promise. I mean – we, we saw, uh, I mean, even what he did on, um, they had him in on special teams, right? I mean, he was he in made on special like, teams. Dude, he like made all like these three tackles. tackles at least on uh, He made punt three. Returns. One of them on kickoff. Count, but the, yeah, he had three total. He had two, I think, total officially, but he did have a third. So, like, yeah, so he's, he's going down the field, making that. tackles. He's, he's, doing, I mean, he's doing the job, whatever they're asking of him. He made one and, catch on the sideline, a nice one. Yep. And so I, yeah, I he think great I'm going to give game ball to him. Yeah, yeah, he was good. Yeah, I love- Armstrong was credited with one tackle, two assists, and uh, and on the receiving end, he also had uh, one reception for ten yards. I think it was for a first down. Yeah, it was. And, counted. And the fact that he showed what he can do on special teams because he was right. always the first one down there um, is going to strengthen his He's position on the team. His chance to He's make deceptively it. quick. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he catches everything that's thrown his way. You haven't seen him drop any. You haven't seen any go through his hands. Like a few went through Galloway's hands. Yeah, um, the first two went through his hands, and then he then he started picking it up. But yeah, you're right. I, I could see, see him at this becoming point, a number two or number three receiver. At this point, I think to be fair, what we've seen in preseason, not going to all the practices and stuff, what I've seen in the preseason games, I would say Anthony Armstrong's the number two. 
I, I will, uh... Yeah? I, I could see him becoming number two. I see him as a strong contender for a number three receiver. I think he's going to start at number three. Apparently. We'll see how that goes. I saw an interview with him where he was apparently all pumped up that he actually got to line up with the first team because he lined up on one play, I think, with Santana Moss and Joey Galloway with Santana Moss in the slot. Huh. Interesting. And he was pumped up. What was with Santana Moss in this game, by the way? Was it Were they just all bad passes from Rex Grossman? Or were... Uh... Was what? he just like yes? They were better butter, passes. Butter he had hands. Two catches for forty-two yards. Yeah, he had some catches. Yeah, he had a couple. I just felt like there was a big one. I thought for sure he was going to reach out and grab it, and he just dropped it. I think he did miss that one. Remember Is it that me deep or one? Santana Moss? I mean, they were ragging on him in this game, like practically calling him an old man, like he's lost his step. Do you guys think that? I think he's, who was who? Yeah, who the commentators on this game? Because I saw it with that? the with the Jets commentators. Yeah, that's what I saw too. And they were basically saying, yeah, back in his day, he was a burner. Well, that's because he he used to to play for them. Yeah. Yeah, but if you think about it, he is in his 10th year. I mean, well, we traded him for Lavernius Coles, and Lavernius Coles just got cut. cut. And he's still our number one receiver, so he got the best deal there. Yeah, truly. Speaking of that, I would like to give a shout out to the, uh, the Jets, for, the former Redskins that were on the Jets, because they sent every single one of them out for the uh, to be captains for the games. So Mark Brunel, <laughs> yellow uh, cake, um, yellow cake, yellow stinko, yellow cake, yellow. Um, they sent one other person out there that used to be on the Redskins. There was a third person. I can't remember who it was. Oh, I don't remember. But yeah, they sent out three guys total. Ah, who cares? Dirty Sanchez and the Jets. Dude, they, the Jets, I think, are overrated, dude. Their defense couldn't get in there on us, at least in preseason, and their offense was not that great. Although, I do, I would be remiss if I did not point this out about the game. Our run offense and our run defense need some serious improvement. Yeah, they busted off that long one with a Tomlinson, that forty-three yarder. Yeah, but and everyone was just like bad angles, bad tackling. It was like everyone just s the b for that one play, just really bad. <laughs> well, not just that um, one but, play; they were oh, averaging like seven or eight yards a carry, dude. Yeah, yeah, and it's—I mean—that was the the one, the big glaring one. Yeah. Um, the three-four defense—that's the thing that takes the longest, I think, for people to get for for. The run defense and stopping the run seems to be the biggest problem for teams that transition from 4-3 to 3-4 hmm. consistently. Well, hopefully they'll get it within the next week. I sure hope so, but I would not be surprised if we get a few long runs cracked off against us over the first few weeks of the season. I wouldn't be surprised if... used to their role. I wouldn't be surprised if Tony Romo gets a few ribs cracked over him by Arakpo and company. I wouldn't be surprised if Josh cracked one off right, right now in his studio. I wouldn't be surprised if Josh cracked one off in Tony Romo's helmet directly before he put it on his head. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, nice one, Josh. And my studio tonight is in lovely Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm coming to you from Charlotte tonight. Nice. From what? The, from the Weston? Are you at the Westin? Coming to you live from Panther Stadium. From the Westin. 
I'm not allowed back in Panther Stadium, so I'm I know. Say, well, you say, get... uh, <laughs> say hi to Catman for us while you're there. We, <laughs> yeah. There's like this wall when you go in each entrance, and there's like pictures of people that aren't allowed in, and Aaron's on the wall. It's like, yeah, do not let this guy in. His mouth in the shape of an F. I'm just getting ready to start yelling. <laughs> I'm the reason why. <laughs> I'm the reason why the back of their ticket says that your, you know, your ticket can be revoked if they so desire. Yeah, it's like you can barely see Aaron's top teeth kind of perched on top <laughs> of his lower lips. <laughs> He's like, you know, stuck in that pose. Anyway. I still don't like that rule about pushing the player into the punt. It's weak. Anyway. <laughs> uh, all right, what about injuries? What do we got? Wait, is that what's next? Oh, yeah, that's is what's that next? next. Okay, yeah, the injury report. Hold on. Let me play the music. It's time for the injury report <laughs> with John Adams. Dude, what is that, like the music from Roseanne or something? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I expect, I imagine like John Goodman sitting around, sitting around the table when I hear that. No, because at is... the end of it, she'd have to be laughing, like cackling, like, ha, 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 we can add that in for next week. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Okay, go uh, ahead, Roseanne. I mean, John. <laughs> if you were Malcolm Kelly, what would you rather do? Spend a year on injured reserve because your hamstring won't get better or spend a year playing and catching 10 touchdowns but having to listen to Roseanne cackle for two hours straight every night before you go to bed. Um, well, Apparently he chose going on the IR, folks, because Malcolm Kelly – was put on injury reserve because on Monday he started practicing again. And on Monday he hurt his hamstring. They put him on oh, injury reserve on purpose because they know that he has the potential and they don't want to just, like, cut him. They know no one's going to trade for them. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly it's, – it's a humongous – it's a – it, it's the wise move. It's the right move. I totally they call still have to Put pay him on injury reserve, protect him till next year. I totally call They it. still have to pay him, dudes. How much yeah, does he get yeah. for sitting around on Dude, injured reserve? You think Snyder cares about that? And I don't know if that money goes towards the cap or not since he's on injured reserve. John would have to figure out all that legal stuff. He still gets um, four hundred. Yeah, he still gets. Go with it then, dudes. He that. still gets four hundred and seventy thousand dollars this season. Sweet, that's more than I'm going to make in a lot of my lifetime. Dude, plus he had already received a bonus in April for $391,000. So this year for being injured with a hamstring, he's making $861,000. Yeah, that's pretty weak. He should, do, get he this. should donate that stuff back to the team. Here's the here's the, the other team. thing, dude. Think about his think about his play over the past couple of years, right? Drafted in 2008. By the end of this year, 2010 season, the Redskins will have paid Malcolm Kelly $3.2 million. And then think about this. In the two years that Brandon Lloyd was on the Redskins, he caught exactly as many touchdowns as Malcolm Kelly has had so far, and he made $10 million. And think about this, dudes. For just 52 cents a day, the price of a cup of coffee, you could sponsor a child. Hey, at least we get people like Anthony Armstrong to balance that stuff out. Yeah, truly. Anthony Armstrong is so going to make this team. He better. Totally. He's like my new, um, who was our guy from a few years ago? Mason. Marcus Mason. He's like my new Marcus Mason underdog that I'm pulling for. 
It would yeah. isn't Marcus Mason. He's like my and, Marco Mitchell, who caught a touchdown for the uh, Vikings. Josh is informing. Yeah, is Marcus Mason in uh, Oakland now? Who knows? <laughs> but I did see a little bit of that Oakland um, game. I forget who. Oh, the 49ers. And Jason Campbell pretty much let him down the field on that first drive. He looked pretty sharp. And they weren't all dump-offs. They weren't all dump-offs either. Well, how did he do when they got to about the 20-yard line? I don't know. I finished washing the dishes and turned off the TV dude, in the kitchen. Marcus Mason took oh, um, Dude, Marcus Mason took LT spot. What? Did you guys know that? In San Diego. As backup yeah. running back? Yeah. Hmm, well, there you go. Anyway, um, all right, what about our roster moves, dude? Oh, wait, injury report. We've still got to finish that up. McNabb? Oh, yeah. They're saying he may or may not be ready for the opener. I'm thinking it's 99% that he's going to play in the opener. They're just being precautious about what they say. All right, well, they said and that. And also putting that in the mind of the Cowboys with, uh, you know, you might have to deal with Rex Grossman instead of McNabb. Oh, we're going to totally destroy them with Rex Grossman. All right, well, here's yeah. what I have to say, dude. Um, I heard that that report, I believe, yesterday that he may or may not play, or he might not play. But then today, I heard a report that he was walking around on the sideline and he doesn't even have that little, whatever ace bandage thing on his foot anymore. The compression sock. Yeah, compression sock. <laughs> and apparently, Portis is was actually practiced. He's practiced today. Yeah, yeah. Portis did practice today. That's Portis correct. is going to have a tear out year, dude. It's going to be awesome. They expect McNabb to practice next week. I expect Portis to have a huge year. Uh. Care to comment on that? No? Nope. All right, well, uh. what about the roster moves, dude? All right, I'll go into them if you're not going to. There, We had our first cuts today, <laughs> and here's who got cut, because these guys can't seem to remember, but I have them memorized. James Darth Vader. That Aaron actually made a little <clears throat> ditty. About these, like he was trying to memorize the states of the East Coast or something, Wait. like the 13 colonies. <laughs> the yeah. four cuts. He was like, dear, 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 Dennis Moore The four cutties were James Durth. Um, wait, wait, I were, I gotta back up a little bit. Yesterday we traded the Rams, Dennis Morris for a conditional pick. And then in a separate trade. Hold on. And then in a separate uh, trade the Rams gave us um, Hall Davis, a defensive end, and I'm sure you guys are getting excited excited about this trade. It was for a conditional pick, also. Right. However, today in the first cuts of the year, we cut Hall Davis. <laughs> Dude, Hall Davis was in Washington for one practice. Did he even make it? Did his plane even show up? Or he, he was at one was... practice. He must have been terrible. Did he actually he got off the? He was there to practice. He must have gotten off Redskins one, and they were just like, "Oh, <laughs> like he go he like was he like limping off the plane, or he was like like walking off like all backwards, or all like you know like a homeless guy acting all crazy or something like that." And they're like, "Oh no!" Did they make him actually pay them back for the flight up there, or did they give him a bus <laughs> ticket out of town? What was up? Did with he get that? to keep his shorts? You know how the punters always have like seven different pairs of shorts. Yeah, maybe he's stunk. Practice for. James James Durth Vader, uh, John's dog Lindy Holmes, Lindy Holmes. Wait, where's the band? Where's the banjo music? 
And the final cut, Josh's dog, Edwin, not Trent. Dude, that is Williams. so your dog, Aaron. Edwin <laughs> Williams, your dog, that dude. lineman from Maryland. That is so your dog because I remember talking about him being like, that guy sucks. Dude. And you were like, dude, I thought he was all right. I was like, he has a weird body. He's really small. For an you love all lineman. the Williams. You love all the Williams guys, dude. Trent. Yeah. Hey, dude. Edwin, Serena, Venus. All yeah, I'm saying all is dudes. next week at this time, we will have the rest of the cuts made. Do you realize that? That's right. Final cuts will be on Saturday, down from 75 to 53. We're going to have to play the cut sound effect like 20 times. Hey, dudes, can I point awesome. something out since we're still in injuries? Can I point something out about uh, Malcolm Kelly kind of coming back injury. around to that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, no, we're not. <laughs> since we're past the cuts and we're still not talking about injuries anymore. Um, no, I was just reading this about uh, Malcolm Kelly. I didn't realize Mike Shanahan said that if Kelly had been, you know, more upfront about, about his injury at the beginning of camp, that the team would have put him on the pup list, which is that physically unable to perform list. And which means that he would have been able to come back mid season once he was okay. Yep. But and Sh- and Shanahan said Kelly he had that conversation DA. with him. Interesting. He was basically yeah. like, but since Malcolm Kelly was a DA, he's got to go on IR. Pretty much. That's what he said. He was like, dumb. he said, I'm disappointed that we didn't put him on the pup list. Uh, Shanahan said, when a guy comes in and practices the first day, he says he's fine to go. You can't put him on the pup list. That's another conversation I had with him. He's probably like, look, son, you can't be a moron. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right. Well, that about wraps up the cuts uh we're gonna go yeah, take a break and uh when we get yeah. back we're gonna talk about john's favorite subject the redskins fashion for the season um fashion. and some other things uh we'll see hey, you guys what Dance. what Aaron, when we get back Dance. for that fashion statement will you play the you know like run, runway music i don't have any runway music <laughs> anyway we'll see you on the other side <laughs> of the break Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI, or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade, and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, but for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757-259-9377.
right, we're back. Is John done wiggling it? John, are you wiggling that 22 gauge still? <laughs> Dude, isn't I'm going to break like, out a 22 something else on you. Dude, isn't that like telephone wire? going to cap your way. 22 gauge wire. 22 uh, gauge. You could take one of those wire. twos off that gauge. It'd be a little bit uh... <laughs> too hot. <laughs> Dude, when, you know when we were talking about those conditional undisclosed draft picks and that trade for Hall Davis, the guy that was on the team for 24 hours? Yeah, what's the deal with that? That's kind of that's really bizarre. Um, the deal with the pick, I guess they didn't disclose what the pick is, but hopefully it was if we cut the guy in 24 hours, you guys don't get anything for him. <laughs> and is that what it is? It, it's got it's there's something weird going on with that like maybe they needed to trade the guy because they couldn't cut him out right maybe it's a cost cutting move it's probably some weird like little lesser known rule about having to cut a player that was drafted at a certain time or something like it's that. some loophole that we just don't know about and it'll come out in a yeah but of you know alan the bruce knows about it because he's slick and they probably have a name for it he calls and he's like we're gonna run the crazy ivan trade <laughs> <laughs> crazy ivan <laughs> um, which way are they going? Port or starboard? They're going to starboard. Give <laughs> them a chance. Uh, um, so, where, where's the fashion music? We're going to talk fashion. Redskins fashion, right? I don't have any fashion music. Josh, you're the one that likes that kind of stuff. Uh, I like lighting fashion shows because there's you know lots of nice looking people there. Here's some fashion music for you. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Excellent. Redskins fashion brought to you by... So, Josh, roll right into that fashion segment there. Uh, Valleydale. Valleydale Sausages. All right, here's um, the fashion statement. I'll take it over. The fashion statement is that, that the Redskins are going to be wearing their black and red jerseys at home this year. Their what? Oh, oh no, wait. That's what Zorn would have said. The, the Redskins are going to be wearing their burgundy jerseys at home this year. For every game. Every game. What about pants? Yeah, that's the thing they didn't say. All Bruce Allen said was that they were going <laughs> to wear the Redskins colors this year. <laughs> That's all they're wearing. He's being so coy about the whole thing. And everyone, dude, only Redskins fans really get this. Because I was talking to some people at a party the other night, and I was talking to one guy, and he's from the Midwest, and I was like, dude, I think the Redskins are going to bring back the gold pants this season. And he was like, "So is that a big deal? <laughs> but then I talked to a person who was a Redskins fan later, and she was like, oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, well, first of so, all, it was a girl that said it was going to be awesome. They're really into fashion. That's true. Well, and she's actually a costume uh, designer person. So, Well, here's the thing, dude. Builder, so. He said there's not going to be a new helmet, so this is what I'm predicting. Um, the same old burgundy jersey, some kind of new gold pants, because he said there's not going to be throwback. Right? Right. So some kind of new gold pants for this year. 
and the same old burgundy jersey and the Redskins. Are you sure Indian it's the Health. same old burgundy jersey, or is it like the Sammy Baugh era? Era would it be a darker one, like the 70th anniversary or the Sammy Baugh style? Yeah, I don't know, right. but that's what I'm saying. And With then like again, the uh, long sleeves and the fake pads on the elbows. No, they can't do that anymore. <laughs> and the like the onesie that like buttons up and, cr- and they're going kit. back to leather helmets. So we're not going to know Can until see, game like, time, I guess, unless it gets leaked. Do you see like Clinton Portis in the in the locker room going, "Hey, can you unbutton my onesie for me? I can't quite reach." <laughs> and he's and, and he's and wearing he's one of walking around. I really wearing one of those new gold pants. I really got to pee, and I can't unbutton my onesie. <laughs> my onesie. <laughs> and he's wearing one of those nose guard things. Those like hard nose cover things. <laughs> the nose guards. <laughs> made it look like something out of Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> How you like my new face guard? Uh, it puts the nose guard on its face. It does this whenever it is told. So anyway, we'll have to wait, I guess, until September 13th. And I'm sure Larry Michael will be on the radio like, I don't believe it, Sam. I don't believe it, Sonny. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's the end got? of our, uh, our uh, jersey watch. Sonny was, fashion. hey, dude, speaking of, it was pretty funny on the... Um, on the radio broadcast when uh, uh, Larry was talking about how Rex Grossman can throw it sidearm, or was it one of those other third guys? I don't remember. One of those backup guys, I think. And then Sonny just said something like, I was two for three left-handed <laughs> in my career. <laughs> and Sam's like, he could throw it any which kind of way. <clears throat> anyway. Sam. Sam is out of control this year, Aaron. You were saying. Oh, yeah. Sam. Crazier than ever. Uh, yeah, he's getting kind of crazy. Like, he's paying even less attention to the game, but he's still pretty fun- humorous. When is Larry going to get cut? Hope, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. If it's a contract year, they are not going to renew his contract. Cut. To me. I sure hope he, that's the deal. To me, he reeks of Vinny Serrato. To me, he just. Yeah, reeks. he's like the last holdout from the whole Vinny Serrato time period. Ever since I saw him in that Eagles outfit. I have not yeah. liked him. At the original Beach Blitz. So anyway, uh, just when we thought that our trips to Canton were going to be settled down for a while because there didn't look like there were any Redskins on the horizon, this week Chris Hamburger was finally um, brought before the, or I guess nominated to go before the nominated. entire voting board to go into the Hall of Fame as the senior member. Well, no, he was nominated by the senior committee which is a, a group, you know, you have the entire Hall of Fame voting group, which is all, of course, uh, sports writers, which is totally ridiculous. And they have a senior committee made up of, of a, I don't know how many guys from that group, but a handful, I imagine. And they uh, chose Chris Hamburger and another player, Les Richter, a linebacker and kicker from the L.A. Rams, as the two senior nominees for this year, and we will find out that we'll be voted on in early February, right before the Super Bowl, just like uh, just like it is every year. So, uh, just like we were saying in the podcast recently, and a lot of other outlets in the media have been saying this as well lately, uh, Chris Hamburger is long overdue. He should have already been in the Hall of Fame. So, it might be a uh, it might be another dude trip in 2011. Could be. Book your room right now at the America's Best Value Inn and Suites. 
Room in a pew for only nineteen ninety five a night. <laughs> <laughs> room in a pew. Not ours. I mean room with the What did I say? I meant room of the pew. Room of the pew. And Sorry. you get a yeah, the only and view you, is if you were looking at the crack under the door because it was about four inches wide. And you get a guard spider at the front door. Yeah, the, the, but the guard spider kept their ass out. It was nice. And you watch him like try to untangle himself from the three inch shag carpet. I'm I'm not sure what was larger, the rats or the spiders. Or the shag carpet. <laughs> or the shag carpet. Are you sure it was carpet or did it grow that way? <laughs> no, it was definitely carpet left over from the 70s because the place had never been renovated. Even though it said it knew, had been newly renovated online. <laughs> and VHBO. But anyway, we've talked about that enough. All right, moving VHBO. forward um, to the fantasy football report. This would be John's area. All of right. For those of you in the uh, Harry Hog football fantasy league you know the draft is right before the season starts next week uh we have two spots open and i've sent out the final invites to the old school people who have been in the league before and if i don't hear from them by uh i'm gonna say the end of the last preseason game on thursday then i will send out uh invites to those of you who have already emailed in and said that you wanted to be a part of the uh of the league we're only going to do one league this year thought about two but i've already got too many uh, so there are two open spots so the two people that need to uh, sign up, Josh, uh, you need to do so now or you're going to get relegated. Josh. <laughs> Josh. That means kicked out. Okay. All right. That Fair means. Enough. Oh, sorry. Cut! Anyway. Excellent. Okay. The next game, Arizona dudes. Don't forget, this is nationally televised on NFL Network live on Thursday at 10 p.m. So go ahead and call in sick for Friday. Because you're going to be up until 1 a.m. watching some scrubs that are going to be cut the next yeah, day. How ridiculous is that? Um, but the good news about this game is, check this out. This the is, game will also be on Comcast and NBC, uh, by the way. And before. and listen to this. This is the longest uh, road trip the Redskins have to take this year, the whole year. And really? we have a 10-day and... break between it and the first game. So if we're going to do a road trip... This is the best time to do it, I think. None of the starters are going to be playing, so they're not going to be all worn out. Well, dudes, also the 10-day the break is because I heard that Shanahan really wanted them to bond on this road trip, and so he's making them take the Greyhound. <laughs> Riding the dog. So they're going to get back to Washington just in time to make it to the stadium for the Dallas game. <laughs> Hopefully exactly. they'll be there in time for kickoff. If the dog doesn't break down. Hey, at least they have internet on the dog. Uh, they have one bus in their whole fleet with internet. <laughs> anyway. So I hear. So anyway, I think that pretty much wraps it up for tonight's show. Uh, thanks again to David Lee Legal Services for his sponsorship. Um, you got any shout outs, John? You want to throw nope. out? Yep. Follow us on Twitter and Harry Hog, and, uh, shoot us an email if you'd like to say something to us. Redskins fan at harryhogfootball.com. Check us out on the website. Um, there's an iPhone app. Anything else? And if you would like to donate to HarryHogFootball.com to our cause um, and be a weekly sponsor or even more like David Lee Legal Services, there is a donate button on the left-hand side of our page, most of the way down. You can click on that and donate a uh, $5 or whatever amount you would like, hopefully at least $5 because pretty much PayPal takes that much every time. <laughs> and... Uh, 
Yeah. It all goes right back into, you know, all that stuff goes right back into the cast. So we can bring you the quality entertainment that you so richly deserve, folks. Yeah. The quality biased opinion that we bring you. So we'll talk to you guys next week uh, as we get ready for the Cowboys debacle. And we'll talk about the scrubs that are that have made the team, who all the cuts are from after the Arizona game. And, uh, dudes, it's almost regular football season. One more preseason right. game, and we are in. We're going to the football. Ah! Hail to the Redskins. Hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan. Yes, sir. Joker! Joker! <laughs>